0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, July 3rd, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. And that says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So, friends, we have finally arrived at Saturday, our lazy day. but I think we are going to have more celebrations than laziness this long holiday weekend, with Canada Day up here and the 4th of July happening in the US. And hopefully, we won't see any unnecessary escalation in the COVID-19 sickness count, because contrary to what many of us believe, The pandemic is not over simply because many of us have been vaccinated. We still need to have a modicum of circumspection as to how and with whom we gather. But as they say, (laughs) he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now let us move on though to our Saturday business, that of checking out the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week, as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And the first one says, you are not to be so blind with patriotism that you can't face reality. Wrong is wrong, no matter who does it or says it. And that's the living truth, my people. But sadly, today, a lot of people are trying to give wrong doing a good name, trying to turn wrong into right and truth. And unfortunately, it so happens that if you hear that kind of talk often enough, you can often come to believe that wrong is indeed right and truth. And I guess the best example of that right now is the Republican political party in the U.S., who are diligently trying to prove Donald Trump's lies about the election and his worthless regime are right and true. And they are painting it as patriotism when it's nothing but a downright greedy grab for power. So friends, we have to be very careful of whom and what we listen to, using the tenets of the good book as our basic foundation for right and truth. Now, the next quote informs us that every defeat, every heartbreak, every loss contains its own seed, its own lesson on how to improve your performance next time. (laughs) And though we prefer not to consider that defeat and heartbreak contain seeds or lessons for future behavior, the statement is very true. For if we look back at all the, depo- all the disappointments in our lives, we can often find things we did wrong or moments we should have, got, should have gone in another direction. That's because hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can see the right thing for the prevailing situation much clearer when we look back at it than when we are actually going through it that means after every disappointment we need to do some dissection to learn where we went where we went wrong and thus learn from it for future opportunities then there's this quote worry never robs tomorrow of its sorrow it only saps today of its joy Now, that's something of which we should all be aware yet we still worry as though there was no tomorrow. Yes, precious people of God, worry gets us nowhere. It's like Sister Joyce, that's Joyce Meyer, likes to say, worry is like rocking all day in a rocking chair, but at the end, you are still the same place. You haven't moved an inch. But however, the best analogy is that of Jesus, where he compares the birds and flowers and nature in general to mankind. He says they are less important to God than man, but are still able to live a life a life of joy and beauty through God's sustenance. And he reasons, wherefore, if God so clothes or clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, Shall he not much much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? And that's taken from Matthew 6, verse 30. O my fellow saints in Christ, our Heavenly Father knows we need food and clothes and shelter and all those things and will provide them if we do as Christ says. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And we all know that comes from Matthew 6.33. So if we keep God first place in our lives, he will look after us, just like he looks after the birds and the bees and the flowers of nature. Consequently, we should be concerned, pay attention to things, but don't get to the worrying stage. As Jesus says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, don't worry about tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil or trouble thereof. And that's taken from Matthew 6.34. Yes, friends, every day brings its own problems. But if we worry about what's going to happen tomorrow and not concentrate on what is happening today, then we are doing an injustice to today. We are also shortchanging ourselves on the joy that we could possibly have today. (laughs) And please remember, tomorrow never really comes, because when it shows up, it's always called today. So let's stop with the worrying and concentrate on seeking God first, for that's the side on which our bread is buttered. And the next quote is a dandy. It says, you can't separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has his freedom. I don't know about that. It sounds true. But what kind of peace and what kind of freedom are we talking about? If we are talking about the peace the world gives us, then we do need freedom of body and mind to enjoy it. However, If we are talking about the peace that Jesus gives us, then we don't necessarily need freedom of body to enjoy it. Here's why Jesus said it does. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And that comes from John 14 33. Oh, my people, The peace we get from Jesus is an entirely different kind of peace than what we get from the world. It's a peace that enables us to go through storms of life and much adversity without worrying and being downtrodden. Just take Brother Paul as an example. He suffered so much for the gospel, but he was never downtrodden or seriously discouraged because he had the peace of Christ working in him. Thus, he learned to be contented in whatever state he found himself. And you know, friends, Christ will give us that same kind of wonderful peace, despite our world falling down around us, if we turn to him and sincerely ask for it. Now, let's turn to our last quote, another dandy. It says, The future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Oh, friends, that's the gospel truth. It has always been and will always be the gospel truth because those who prepare for the future will always have a better handle on it than those who don't. That's just the way life runs. Whatever you are prepared for, you will handle it better than if you were not prepared for it. And the best or most pressing example of that in these last days is if we are prepared for the future coming of Christ. Yes, my brethren, that's the question of the day. Are we ready? Have we received Christ as our Lord and Savior, been sealed by the Holy Spirit as a child of God and had our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Now, that's the most important preparation we can ever make for the future, because Jesus is coming back, and when he does, those who have not received him as Lord and Savior will be eternally separated from the living God. And there's a big reason to get that done as soon as possible, in fact, right now, because Jesus can come back at any time, even later today or tomorrow. For as he said while here on earth, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So you see, friends, even Jesus didn't know when he would return. Only the Father has that info. But he did tell us that it would be like in the days of Noah before the flood, when men were sinfully cavorting about the earth without any thought to God and godliness. And you can find all of that in Matthew 24, 37 to 43. As Jesus said, he warned, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And that's taken from Matthew 24:44. And I don't need to tell you that these days are looking exactly like those of Noah or we are doing our own thing without regard to God or godliness. That means Christ's return can't be that far off and it draws nearer every day, which further means that it's becoming more important every day to be prepared for it. So please, friends, let's be wise and make being prepared for Christ's return our number one priority now and to also tell others about it, and help them be prepared too. For that's a very important part of our duty in Christ's kingdom. That's to teach and make disciples of others. Much love. And the postscript for today says, If you are not ready, then Jesus will not take you home with him when he returns. It's as simple as that. (laughs) and you can't get away from that fact, friends. If you're not ready when Jesus comes back, you won't go to heaven with him. So please, please, wake up and smell the roses, the coffee, or whatever it is that will make you accept Christ as Lord and Savior. And please, my fellow believers, let's get out there and help others. Teach them. Let them know the importance of accepting Christ as Lord and Savior. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.